How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Thursday, December the 2nd. Hello, folks. Hope you're doing well. And uh, we do have stuff to talk about today, so let's get into it. First things first, we should talk about Respawn Entertainment, because they have announced that they are taking down Titanfall from digital storefronts. So this is the first Titanfall game, not the second. And they are also going to be removing the game from subscription services in March. So that's EA Play and Game Pass. Now, they didn't give a specific reason for them taking it down. However, it's been pretty well known that Titanfall has had a lot of issues over the last few years, uh, specifically its multiplayer, just getting absolutely bombarded by hacking and DDoS attacks and trolling. And evidently, they just don't think the resources are worth it for trying to combat that. Now, they are keeping the servers alive for everybody who owns the game right now, but we'll see how much longer that lasts. Now, they did say something a little abstract at the end of their statement. This is what they said, quote, Rest assured, Titanfall is core to Respawn's DNA, and this incredible universe will continue. End quote. Now, they have never announced a Titanfall 3 or anything else, really. However, technically, Apex Legends does take place in the Titanfall universe, so... You know, nobody's sure if this is hinting towards another Titanfall game or just continued things along the lines of Apex, but nonetheless, definitely go check out Titanfall 2 if you haven't before. Uh, it's one of the best shooter campaigns I've ever played, and the multiplayer isn't half bad. Hey, there's a new video game that came out, and reviews are now available. It's called Solar Ash, and you might recognize these developers from their first debut game, Hyper Light Drifter. Now, Solar Ash is not like Hyper Light Drifter. It's a very different game. It is more of a 3D platformer. All the reviews have very much emphasized, and if you look at any gameplay, this is evident. It's a game all about movement and forward momentum. There are definitely some light puzzle and combat elements, but everybody was saying the game is at its best when you're constantly moving forward. And overall, I would say that reception was pretty good to this game. The core gameplay loop was very, very well received. I mean, take a look at the art style, and you can't help but be gobsmacked. It looks so good. There was a lot of praise for world building, and the different biomes. I think the only real negatives that came from the people who didn't like the game so much was that the gameplay kind of felt a little repetitive sometimes. You kind of get everything that you're able to do right at the beginning of the game. And for some people, this was totally fine, but for others, they just felt like it dragged on too long. So it's definitely worth checking out if you had your eye on it. And if you've never heard of Heart Machine, then you should definitely take a look at their games, because, I mean, Hyper Light Drifter did so, so well for itself. And I could definitely see myself picking up Solar Ash, for sure. The latest slate of games have been announced for the Xbox Game Pass, as well as PlayStation Plus. So, starting with Game Pass, there's some pretty notable inclusions here. Coming today, there are two games. Definitely the biggest one is Stardew Valley. I hope you've heard about Stardew Valley by now, if you've not... I mean, oh my god, go play that game. So this is the first time it's appearing on a subscription service like this. Insanely worth your time to go play it. Uh, and then also today we're getting Final Fantasy XIII 2. So the follow-up sequel to Final Fantasy XIII, obviously. Okay, then next week, on December 8th, of course, we have the release of Halo Infinite, the single-player campaign, of course. That'll be a day-one release. The week after that, December 14th, is two more games. Aliens Fireteam Elite which is a co-op third-person shooter, a la Left 4 Dead. And, of course, Among Us, also on the 14th. Over on the PlayStation Plus side, you can pick up Godfall, Challenger Edition, and that's on both consoles. You can also get Mortal Shell, 
and LEGO DC Super Villains, both of those on the PS4 only. And you can pick those up starting on December 7th, I believe. Okay, good stuff. And that's all I got for you today. Before we go, I just want to say shout out to all of you who have been sending me the screenshots that I am your most listened to podcast on your Spotify wrap-ups. It's so, so cool to see that. Extremely humbling. Thank you. Of course, back with the news tomorrow, as always. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. Yeah, I remember when uh, I was uh, I was talking about Halo Infinite and I was saying, man, I haven't felt this way about a shooter in a very long time. And I had totally forgotten about Titanfall because that was a game where I played the multiplayer and I said that same thing. So what I should have said is that Halo Infinite is the best thing I've uh, felt in a shooter since Titanfall 2. I loved Titanfall, especially the multiplayer. The only reason I stopped playing the multiplayer was because... It was just way faster than my brain could comprehend. That game was all about wall running and grappling hook and, you know, just going crazy. And there's a grappling hook in Halo, but it's not that fast. But I absolutely love Titanfall. I thought it was so good. I never played the first one, just the second one. I would really, really love to see them make a three. I would love to see them make a three. If they did it right, oh, that would be a great multiplayer shooter experience. I'll tell you what. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be playing much of Halo this month, probably, because, as you might recall, I'm going on the binge of 2021 game releases, playing Sable right now, playing Loop Hero right now. After this, I'm going to move on to Inscription. And for a moment there, I felt a little bad about the fact that I wasn't going to be playing Halo because, well, FOMO, right? They, They have these seasonal events based around a battle pass where... You are drip-fed rewards, like, you know, you get experience points, which eventually lead to some kind of reward. And they also recently announced, like, an an over-vamp, or sorry, a a revamp, I should say, of the progression system, so you get way more XP on a daily basis. And I was like, man, why couldn't have I had this when I was, like, playing the game only, exclusively? But listen, I don't want to be that guy who's like... I don't understand why everybody cares about cosmetics. Why Why is everybody freaking about, out about this? And then I'm like, oh my god, give me more Halo. Put my life on pause for Halo so that I can get that sweet, sweet XP. I refuse to be that person. I'm going to live up to my words and say that I'm only going to play this game because it's a fun game and not because I feel the need to grind. So I will return to it, but probably after I've uh, exhausted the other things that I have to do. Well, okay, I say have to do. I mean, the things I've prioritized. I don't have to try and play the hottest games of 2021 within the span of a month, but I'm going to try to, because it's fun. And maybe next year I'll actually just play the games instead of, like, waiting all the way until the end of the year. By the way, I'm pretty sure I did this last year as well. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and take a sneak peek at my gaming journal and see if I have uh, a record of, of what I did last year. Okay, it looks like I actually didn't do it last year. I can see in October I played Resident Evil 7 because I was in the spooky mood and then I gave up on it because it was too spooky. <laughs> uh, and then the only games I played at the end of the year was Spiritfarer, which did come out last year. So I think that's probably why I did it. And uh, Yes, Your Grace. And both of those games were, were 2020. So yeah, it looks like I at least attempted it with, with two games. No, I'm, I'm going all out this year. Again, who knows how I'll do, but... Uh, I I definitely started on the wrong game, I'll tell you what. I thought Sable was a game that would have, like, a clear beginning and end, 
and would just be a good one to start with. And I, I could not have been more wrong. This is a game that lets you finish at any time, basically. is an open world exploration game where they, where they want you to just take your time and see things. And uh, unfortunately, I will not be doing that because I have other games to get to. But I, I mean, I still have quite a bit more to play. I've seen that people have taken anywhere between 7 and 12 hours to play the game. And I've put in maybe 2 or 3. It's a fantastic game. I'll probably do a weekend show about it. But I definitely will not be putting the time into it that I'm sure the developers wanted me to. Anyway, hey, folks, that's all for now. Thanks for being here. Chat tomorrow. <laughs>